Mm-hmm. All right. All right, everybody. Emilio, are you going to sit down? We do have uh, we do have a show to do. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is based on our time slot, but we power on. Yeah, I'm just in time for the. What? <laughs> the beep? Already, we're like it's five seconds in. Already need a beep. <laughs> Dude, we might have to clean this up. Um, okay. All right. Here we are. Welcome, everybody. Oh, dude. What's up? Another year. It feels year. so phony already. Oh, <laughs> the intro feels phony. But no, we're back. Okay, we're back. This is the sesh. For now, it's the sesh. The rabbit hole sesh. For now, it's the sesh. Welcome to the show. This is our inaugural maiden voyage of the semester. What? On air. On air. No. Oh. No. <laughs> I think the switch is near the, it's near the door. You want to hit it? Just try it. Just try it. Yeah, yeah. That's what, like, that's kind of part of your job description. Also, James was late. We'll, we'll get. We'll get. We'll get. Oh, there we go. Hey, that's the name of the episode. Episode one. James is late. No, but it's his first day of work, and he was late. And like, I don't know whether to be offended or not because would he do this to me if we weren't friends first? If this was just the business relationship, would he? Aha, uh-huh, exposed. No, but you're not getting paid, so I guess that's it takes priority like to do your other thing. You're coming from right from work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love you. We'll get to him in a second. The the ghost of uh the podcast for now. But this is one half or one third of James. Uh I guess you're not exactly a whole third. I don't know. We're we're I think we're doing I think we're doing a lot of the heavy lifted. Probably, right? We're the on camera ones. Two fifths. Two-fifths, one-fifth, I think that's fair. Anyway, this is two-fifths of the sesh coming to you live later, I guess, not live, but, uh, and we're in the booth. <laughs> this is Tyler, Tyler McGrath, Tyler On Demand, TOD, we here in the booth, and um, the other two-fifths of the podcast is here with me. Who are you, dude? Dude, how did you I'm get in here? <laughs> I still have a Suffolk ID. Oh my god, and it's still valid, I bet, because that stuff lasts for like five years. No, I don't have it anymore. Have, oh, you don't? No, I still have one from um, Howard when I was there from the summer, and oh, that yeah? thing lasts till twenty twenty five. I can go back to the campus. I was there for a summer. That's crazy. I was there for a summer. Wow, is it an open campus already? <laughs> um, yes and no. Like there are some buildings that you can just walk into, some that require signing, like the bigger ones, like the computer science or like the big library, the founders library. Very nice. Um, requires you know some type of signing in but i could just do it i could just go and i did nothing but took two summer classes there <laughs> like five weeks each so i don't get that anyway who are you again that's I where am, we were at i am emilio cuido okay yeah what are you doing here i co-host this show i'm the silent partner yeah that's silent i yeah. don't know because fairly quiet yeah i need you to talk we got a podcast i don't know which my intro yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so I'll go with me. Who am I first? Yeah, what are we? I don't know, dude. We're just here. Student first. Education is oh, yeah. important. We're still here. We trapping at Suffolk and trapping at the studio. You know, what am I? I'm a rapper, producer, writer. I'd like to think some type of uh, creator, creative expressor, you know. Um, and this podcast is just another platform for that. You know, I think that's another reason why we're here back at it, ready to do it again. Is that we were kind of talking about it a little bit earlier, but... I mean, I miss doing this just because it's fun to... I mean, we, we, we already hang out off mic, but, like, um, 
this just feels like another conversation. We get another go at it, and like it feels a little more elevated. The fact that it's on mic, you know, that we're not exactly putting high stakes into it, but just giving it a chance to be heard. Yeah, you know, letting it be for others. Yeah, right. Exactly. Let it not only exactly for us and others, because I mentioned to you outside, but podcast. It's like you don't have to put that much in for someone to get a lot out of it, and for it to like sow the seeds of ideas, or even just like be something they do while they're doing nothing else. So it's right. It doesn't need to be a lot going on for them to still get something from it. And it's like, love it. I'm, so I love that we're back here doing it, dude. I'm just glad that we're back in the booth. I'm excited and, to be uh, back. It yeah. It's good. Doesn't it sound good. like it, but I'm excited. <laughs> oh my God. Give him some time. He'll get ready. He'll get ready. But what about you? What are your creative pursuits? Um, uh, because part of the sesh, the point is for new listeners and old listeners, because we only put out one episode. So you probably have no idea. Well, I think James was on it. Oh, dude, James is here. James. What's dude, good, like, James? I, let this, me introduce it. Dude, I still haven't introduced myself. Yeah, my bad. Keep going. Okay, keep going. My bad. Yeah. Keep, going. keep going. Keep going. It's all over the place. I thought. Yeah. We won't cut. This is derailed. We won't cut. Before it's Go started. ahead. I thought we were done. Go ahead. You asked me a question. And then you went off. <laughs> my bad. That's my bad. I'm, uh, yeah, I guess my creative pursuits, I'm a filmmaker, you know, mainly. And then I'm a student. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess, even though you said you said a student first. I did. I'm a nerd. All right. Um, yeah, I'm a filmmaker, creative in general. Yeah. Uh, a dreamer and a doer. Right. Yeah. That's, I remember how we got derailed because I was trying to say, um, that's part of the like the whole purposes of the sesh is this creative like process divulging or you know there's a link there's a theme that we often have when we're talking just about the creative process just about um aspects of creation about expression about like art you know whether it be music be film be podcasting be whatever and um that's definitely a consistent theme of the sesh and it's definitely you know we play already footsies already <laughs> And uh, it's definitely something we try to promote on here, along with, as you can already tell, just the hooliganery. But <laughs> oh god, okay, so that's Emilio. I'm me. We have a third member this season. Hey, clap it up, clap it up for James. You can you can whoa, pop whoa, it yet. Yeah. <laughs> you can pop in real quick. Pop in the frame, not like that. Maybe like in the wide shot. <laughs> we don't need a close up. But James is here with us. James, James, come here for your intro. You come get on the yeah. mic, too. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to have to squat. I'm taking the chair. But we got James in here with us. Wait, hold on. Let me, keep, let me finish your intro. Just uh, the, the preamble, then you intro. Okay, okay, okay. James is our homie, our dog, and we are graced with his presence this season until he gets sick of us uh, to help us out with video and camera, other, you know, creative input, and just to have a gra another great person in the stew, another like-minded individual, another creator, another... Just good guy. Now he'll introduce himself. <laughs> Let's go, James. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, yeah, of course. <clears throat> yeah. Um, nothing else to say, but uh, I'm happy to be here. You know, this should be fun. Why'd you grab the mic? Yeah, because uh, they got to hear my voice, you know? That's true. This That's is the voice true. of the yeah, third guy. Much. No, probably, because I'm doing most of the work. <laughs> That's for me. We already had the two-fifths discussion, and that's not the same. And we'll, we'll go back to this for sure. But <laughs> that's all. Anyway, we're very happy to have James here this season. James is also... What? Oh, I thought that was someone coming in. James is also a very good wingman, to a fault. Um, 
I think you both know the story. James, obviously, you were there. But we were at a party, and I was talking to this girl I really didn't want to be talking to anymore. Uh, and I was trying to figure out how to get out of the conversation, which that in itself is... What, 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 what are your... I mean, it doesn't matter. We'll get back. But it's like, what are the moves to get out of the conversation? Because I need some. Anyway... And James James gets roped in, right? Because she asked who my friends were there, right? And I was just like, yeah, James, I guess. Like, really ashamed I said it, but I was like, yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I came with this guy. And so James comes in talking all this heat about he's a director, I'm a rapper, he's filming my music video. And it's like, that just got a, re- a lot more interested. So I was ended up talking to her for a lot longer. But nice. all that's to say, his heart was in the right place, at least. You're welcome. Thanks. Th- uh, yeah. Am I, though? Am I welcome? <laughs> anyway, thank you, James. Thank you. Okay, I think we need to add, and this is the first show, but I think we need to add a segment that's like a line of the week segment because I'll be writing some hot fire sometimes, sure. and sometimes I just want to share it. That's fine. And this one, um, this line of the week was this line of the week. <laughs> this line, I gotta get used to that. And this line of the week was. Um, Tell me what you guys think about this. It was, um, it was like skip. T- okay, dude, I, gotta <laughs> <find> <laughs> I gotta find it. I gotta find it. I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to mess it up. Scoopity poop. Scoopity doopity scoop. It's just a different iteration of that. Oh each my week. god, that's bad. But it was okay. So I'm not going to do the whole scheme, just the line. I take my book and I jot lines in rows like a bot. Say it again. I take my book (laughs) and I jot lines in rows like a bot. Like a robot. Yeah. Like it's in... (laughs) Like lines in rows like a bot, but then like a bot, like a computer program, also lights code in rows in lines, and I think that that's why are you looking no, at me like no, that? Because it's just such a funny <laughs> medium to deliver your lyrics in because it's you immediately explain it. There's no there's no context no, really. It's just poetry. That's it. It's but it's a, it's like one line of poetry. no. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. But that was just I was thinking, about it. and it also because that led me to discover. Um, like, like how how italics was made. I figured out italics. Right? Don't shake your head yet. Don't shake your head yet. Don't shake your head yet. So you know how like, um, like you look at italics. <laughs> it's like, what is this for? Where does it come from? What italics? Like, italics. What the hell is the f- it? The th- yeah. From what the Italians? Uh, no, no. Exactly. No, like so the, the reason is, for using italics yeah. or why they just No, just exist. like where, what is it? Like who writes like that? Where does it come from? What's the origin? I figured it out. Because I was writing in my notebook while I was writing that great robot line. Um that and I was trying to write like I don't know if you do this, but when I'm writing like in a book with lines, I try to like stuff the words towards the end if I think I can fit it. Like I'd ra- <laughs> like I'd rather fit it all in a line than have like one oh. word or two words go over <laughs> into the next line. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So I was writing it and it was really like small and like slanted. And as it was slanted, it looked just like italics. So and people used to write in cursive. So I'm thinking all of those feather guys, those feather writing guys with the quill, that was just them trying to stuff it like real tight on the parchment. And because it's in cursive, it also like stays slanted. Yeah. And that's where it came from. And that, and it was so, it was just some dumb thing. Behind no, 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 this? no, this is just, no, come on. Research? This is rabbit. <laughs> research? 
This is rabbit hole sessions. In the era of sessions. fake news. This is yep. Mm, it'll fit right in. This is rabbit hole sessions. Rabbit hole sessions. But now we use it for like important stuff. Like it's like scientific names. It's like how you cite a movie when you're doing a paper. But it's based off just this dumb thing of trying to fit it on a parchment. Like just right in this mind. It's like um like uh you know, so you know how people who speak Spanish in Spain they have kind of like a lisp, like they say Barcelona, like they don't say Barcelona, Okay. right? Like James, for example, how much Spanish do you speak? Like 2%. Okay. But where you're from, um, they wouldn't say it like that, right? They'd say Barcelona. Yeah. They wouldn't say the th, they wouldn't say Barcelona. So did you know that that happened? Do you know why that happened? Because um, there is a king, there's a Spanish king, I don't remember what years, but there's a Spanish king that spoke with the lisp. And so he was just like, "Yeah, you're all going to speak like that now. So, like, first of all, that's crazy. When you're – can you imagine being a king? Like, that's more than president. That's more than, like, dictator almost. Like, you can just do whatever you want. He changed how people talk, right? Like, you could – that's – dude, no wonder all of them are crazy. No wonder all of them, like, when you – nothing ever gets said no to when anything you want at a whim is granted – that's uh, I'm gonna be a king. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's power. Yeah. I now that um, I did some light research on that one, and it's been kind of debunked by <laughs> by uh by the origins have been kind of debunked, but due to lack of evidence, not necessarily some, oh. something says no. No, right? it's not so possible. that doesn't mean it's totally not true, but it gets the point across. So you get what I'm saying. It's like figurative, you know. It's like the Bible. <laughs> Right. Exactly. It's like the Bible. Wow. Get ready to lose our Christian Sin, audience. Get say, ready to lose. Sending shots. Get ready to lose. Our, it's not shots. Time. No, it's just, not shots. Because I think it's stories to learn morals from, as like a lot of stories are. Right. That's kind of how I look at it. Like nothing. Like I don't really see like anything literal happening out of there, except maybe some like historic figures that could have been like kings, could have been like that type of thing. But. A lot of, like, the mystical stuff I don't really see as, like, actually happening. But I see it more as, like, uh, it's the story to get the moral out of, like, certain truth. It's like any story, like, that is kind of, like, fan. It's I'm about say fantasy. something. That's you bad. Know? I, mean, this, I mean, it's not bad because it is kind of what I think. But, yeah, it's, like, it's about something. Not yeah. the something that's happening, but what it stands for, mm-hmm. right? Like, what it means, the ideas, as opposed to being taken literally. Like, my classic example is... I. I <laughs> My the, what was that? my classic example is uh like I don't really think Jesus like walked on water. I think he probably whoa. Yeah, whoa. I don't think I think he probably like just ran over a puddle really fast or like No no listen, listen, listen. Or there's like certain banks, like sand banks off certain islands, like certain coasts that tides change, that there are sandbars out further in the water than closer. So it's like you'd be up to your neck or shoulder six feet, 10 feet from the shore, but go 20 feet out, you'll be up to your knees, right? Or up to like your ankles because there's a sandbar out there like where the water, Mm -hmm. the sand just raises higher. So I think it's something more like that. And I think he was a real person that probably fought for the poor and disenfranchised and was probably killed for it because that's what happens to people who, like Martin Luther King, Jesus, uh, what's that guy's name? Kennedy. (laughs) That guy, Abraham Lincoln, that happened to him. So it's like, that's what, what was that connected to? That was connected to the Spanish king. Yeah. So it's really, it gets it, it gets it all. It gets the point across. That's what I'm saying. It gets the point across. 
Now that we've alienated the Christian audience, <laughs> you do another religion. <laughs> you do somebody else. I'm all set. <laughs> yeah, please. No, no, definitely not. Um, but I don't want to speak from like the ideological perspective. Oh, I will speak from the ideological perspective of how I think someone should view those. Now, I won't say I live up to that because definitely there are times I don't do like all the research or there are times where it's like maybe I will just read something except it as fact. But um, I think that um, the right way to go is to like just take in all of the information, not all of the information, but to take in diverse information of the topic and like find sources and do the due diligence to like find the information. Because a lot of times you could sift through the phony science and real science, but like real science doesn't, that's what also people get misunderstood is like real science is not claiming to be the be all end all of knowledge or of like um, what is perceivable or like what is, what can exist. They're just saying like this is the, this is the interpretation of various aspects of the physical world that we are actively inviting challenge and replication and um, like critique for because we want to make it as close to the truest like objective truth that we can. Not that we're claiming we are, but we you know it's a way to spiritual knowledge is a way like in, into intuitive knowledge, scientific knowledge, like artistic expression. These are all like ways of knowing that you know kind of our our interpretation of the world around us but it's like science is concrete in the sense where it claims to be where we're at not like the the end the finish line you know what i'm saying so like i do lean towards more that like way of thinking and trying to get my like information from but it's i don't think i do enough due diligence because you can easily be fooled by you know you just read that you see or you realize the source is whack or like the people which i was just learning in my um biology's big questions class which is kind of like a bs class i'm not gonna lie i hope my professor doesn't hear this but it's kind of a bs class it's a science class meant for non-science majors right but it's like you know it's just so right now it's like teaching about the media sites that interpret the scientific journals right and you see how phrases are spun mm -hmm. and lenses are twisted to like not necessarily support an agenda but to just push something that wasn't really reflected or insinuated at all in the original scientific really? journal yeah, dude, oh dude like, we read this thing about the daily mail that was just i mean the, the experiment doesn't matter but it was like something with, about like a gene in worms that lets their eggs fertilize like better so the article that we read is talking about how they're going to use this on humans like they're gonna or like they're trying to figure out a way to apply this to humans like by feeding people the genes through their food right but it's like the the original journal didn't say anything about that like it wasn't about comparing it to humans they were specifically only just talking about well, someone's just about expanding the, the idea possibly. yeah because i mean but stretching it in a exactly, way exactly because it's like yeah. you're basing it because a lot of the but that's creation though that's creation but the thing but it's like you, they were mis they were saying that that's what the like the purpose of the study was about so it's like they're misrepresenting like, uh, the origins of like the intentions of it was about and that's like kind of how i'm trying to illustrate like the science is objective in the sense that it's like we're experimenting this and not always like don't get me wrong but the one we're the one i, I am talking about it's like we're just like doing this for science like science is a lot of stuff for science sake which i don't know how many <laughs> things there are that you can say that do that but it does things for the sake of science and furthering science and furthering the ideals which are like or just knowledge right just like just accumulating knowledge, knowledge discovering like just trying yeah. to figure out what's having going answers on. to questions exactly yeah. and then asking more questions right like it's yeah. not only about answers it's about just thinking of more things the to answers ask. invoke more it's like questions the annoying like little evoke, kid it's just maybe. why 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 you know but it's you know the forefront of some of our best discoveries but 
Um, how do we, I don't know how we got on that. Well, I asked you a question. Yeah. yeah do you have more? I do have a follow-up. Please, please. So, um, I agree. Um, what the question I was really trying to get to is if you have a, like, a disbelief in most things in general, like mm-hmm. religion and science. But on, mm-hmm. that, <laughs> on that, um, so I always, I sometimes wonder if, let's say that those religious people were very correct yeah. in that they were so spiritual to the Yeah. To the point where it's getting us medicine and it's healing us in different ways. Mm-hmm. If people back then managed to reach a spiritual level to the point where everything that they said was true <clears throat> was true, like because they they were so connected to yeah. earth and spiritualism. Yeah. Something would have to prove it to be true. That's I it guess needs, that's there's what I was some say. some kind of evidence. Yeah. Like there's just that's and it's like it doesn't have to. Like, I don't even know what to say other than scientific evidence. Like, I don't want to say that, but I'm having trouble thinking of other words because I need something. It's just something that's 100%. You couldn't deny it once you see it. And it's it's not, it doesn't even have to be 100. It's just like, there's no way for me to tangibly know that you're telling the truth <laughs> unless I guess some way experience it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But that's and one way is to see it. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're not. I guess, I mean, I guess because, I mean, you used a few words in there. You used religious, you used spiritual, you know, like, which I think those are two kind of different things and, like, would lead to different ideas that I have about that. But I guess it would also depend what, uh, just a radio show going on over going here. Outside. We got to pause it for a fight. <laughs> video Games Alliance is having a, a party yeah. next door. But no, I guess it would wonder, like, what exactly we're talking about that they were talking about, right? Like, what exactly you mean by that? And then also... Kind of like what you said a minute. It's just, what I'm did not, I say? It's no. like, <laughs> it's a, it's not that there's, it's not that I don't believe necessarily, but it's more like, it's just hard for me to grasp it because I come from such this. That's my mindset is just this like evidence based kind of mindset. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I need something to grasp on. Which you know maybe it's you have to live in the jungle and you have to. You know, not you know, not and like, like right, like be uh, right, like being secluded, being like like, uh, you know, strict meditative practices, things like that. Maybe it's living off a certain diet of the land. You know, something like maybe there is something like that that we've lost. And I definitely do think, sometimes throughout history, like I mean, even currently, there are things that we don't know about living that type of lifestyle that gives you that like that natural intuition. Or you're talking mm. about like that spiritual type of knowledge of that connection. Because I definitely. I don't think there's... We're animals. Right. We are. Seriously. I mean, we are. So it's like, what... So that's a good point. Because what we might... I like just, eating with my hands sometimes, dude. Eating with your... Oh, dude, all the time. Like, I like that's, eating with my hands. That's one of the best sometimes. parts about living alone. I only do it in as privacy. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. What is weird enough that you eat with your hands? Like soup? Like no, 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 no. I mean, How like, are you going to hold eat, it? I mean, You're like, just going to suck it from your fingertips? No. <laughs> That's bad. I might try That's to like, terrible. yeah, like chicken wings. Sometimes I might try to eat like. I always never. I, I might try to eat those with. Food. I might try. No, you I eat don't pizza eat with a fork and knife. No. Okay, good. That just doesn't would, mean the same thing. Thrown up. No, that's definitely. But like, I mean, food. bigger ones, like or like chicken, chicken leg, chicken leg. Dude, sometimes I'll pick up the whole breast. I don't, I don't, I don't like doing it. that in public. Just it's it just so hands. nasty. I'll do it in private because I don't care oh, about yeah, no. eating being with your hands in public. Or bad. like, yeah, unless you're at a West African or most African food places, dude, they encourage you to eat with your hands. I remember at my uncle's wedding, he said, "I better not see anybody eating with a fork." Like, you better all, <laughs> be, dude. He's like, "You all are eating with your yeah. hands, dude." We gotta try to find one in Boston. We got, we all gotta go sometime because, Yo, dude, an African. A goosey um, stew, dude. Wedding or a restaurant? No, no. 
just a random, just random African wedding. Yo, yeah, we heard you eat with your hands. They have a word for people like us, you know, in Nigeria, oh, yeah, it's Abo, which means like white, but like Western or white. Because they have like albino people out there, oh, yeah. but they don't consider like that's not the same as white. That's no. like the skin condition because mm-hmm. they still have all the features, just like all the same features, but their hair is blonde pigment. and their skin's yeah. white, right? But like, I mean, when my dad was walking around, and that, I mean, so he's the story, white, yeah, right? and he's so white. People we taking photographs. We were in. The, oh my god, that's right. Yeah. We were in like, um, so we're in not a main city of like. Lagos and Abuja are two of the biggest cities in Nigeria. And we weren't there. We went to Benin, which is kind of like already s- small towny, but I mean, it's not anything you can think of in America like small town. Like it's a different type of small town, like dirt road. I mean, that's kind of like that's kind of like America, but still um now my grandparents, they have a little bit of a little bit of cash to their name, so they live in a little bit better standing, but it's still like brick of like mudish type of houses still around or huts like storefronts things like that and um so we were there we were visiting where my mom grew up like where her house was and we were just walking around the streets and first thing was it was me my dad and my brother right so none of us are look like anybody there right we're all lighter me and my brother are caramel at best Right, is like, your sister? She, your sister's a little bit darker. A little bit, just because she's yeah. been in the sun a little more than oh, I recently. But okay. we're all essentially kind of the same, you know. My brother's also a little darker because he's been in the is desert. He? Oh, I mean, oh you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah. like when I've been here, he's just been there for whatever. But it's like, so we were there, and then my dad's like white, you know. My dad's white, <laughs> right? <laughs> like we're talking paper. He's Irish. He's Irish. <laughs> Irish is Scottish. Yeah. Was born in Boston. Grew up in New Hampshire. So. Like, <laughs> 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 no, that's my guy. Shout out to you, pops. I know you're. Gonna listen i know he's gonna listen what up pops yeah. it's all love but um so it's just us three walking around the street and uh we walked literally just around the block and but there are people who have never seen white people before maybe not even my pigment before right so it's like we're walking around the street to be like hello whitey like welcome to africa right or like and this is like it's not movie gimmicks that's really and then you know abo is the word i was saying that they have for white i was seeing the front of a car once and someone pointed they're like hey abo 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 or the best was when we went to um it was like the nigeria or like the benin national museum something like that it was like the museum of the area and uh, it was locked, so we didn't get to go in. We <laughs> it was closed by the time we got there. <laughs> we messed up. But there was a school there, and they were taking a picture out front. And they wanted me, my brother, and my dad to be in the pictures with them, right? Like, just because, literally just because of our skin color. They're like, come, come be in our pictures. And so, you know, after, you know, I just mistakenly to one kid, I was like, oh, you know, high five, little thing. I was going to walk away. But the second I high five one of them, there's like a, like, 40 kids there they all just run and swarm like oh sir thank you sir and like when grown women are taking pictures of my dad just because he's white dude he's nobody <laughs> my dad's not anybody except five-time basketball champion at his college yeah 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 he'll i gotta throw that in but you're nobody right like nobody knows you so it's people just taking pictures with him because he's white so that was pretty wild um why did we talk about nigeria you had asked me something. You did ask me something. Dude, I don't know how we got Connections there. Connections with the earth, eating with your hands. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't know how we got there, but I do like eating with my hands. Yum, yum. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we're animals. 
That, I think Look at how that, it all just comes back. <laughs> you know? We brought it back. Three. I think that's what originally I was going on. Because yeah. you said the thing about we're kinda, animals. It feels good to feel like an animal sometimes. Yeah. Right? Dude, feels, yeah. I, yeah. And it's, I think that's just a man thing, though. In all seriousness, I can't imagine a woman would feel. Yeah, I think it's kind of. But I think. But I think it's kind oh, of. Oh, really? <laughs> I, dude, I love peanuts. I don't. I love I don't. peanuts. I don't I love it. it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Uh, dude, I'm like a dog. I have spots like, <laughs> like everywhere I've ever lived, I've got like certain spots where if I ever need to, not even need to, but sometimes just by choice, yeah. we'll go. Not by choice, but from if I'm inside outside, the house, if, he decides if to I'm, go no, out. Dude. I did that. Your parents like I did catch that, like, you or some shit. School. I did that, like I just. I chose to go outside the piss instead of like the bathroom in the house. <laughs> I'm like a dog, dude. Outside, like and just chill by myself, and it's like, I'm a, and I'm going to stay outside. Or like when you're too far from home yeah. and you're walking through a park, maybe you just go into the back. <laughs> oh, in the back roads? The back, of course. Not, not in the oh, playground. Okay, dude. Like, are, what the yeah. hell? <laughs> that where the kids are. <laughs> no, dude, you, you're a registered sex offender if you Dude, if you I remember when we first... Even if there's no one there. Even Suffolk, if there no when we first came to Suffolk, there was... When we used to, when we, when you first come to like, you start, you're a freshman. Yeah. You end up hanging out in droves of course, with people. Like six to ten. Yeah. yeah. And I remember when dude, we do that. I remember dude, that. I, oh yeah. And I remember walking through the commons <laughs> late at night, and there was we knew somebody. I he was a big dude, big dude, fat dude. I I can't remember his exact name. Um, fat is good. Yeah, but he, like the first week we were in on campus and in Boston, he's just like peeing in a trash can, you know, exposing him. What? Yeah, you don't remember? No, I was I there? Yeah, you were definitely there, but just like That's having funny. to pee and then just doing it in a trash. At can. least go like you gotta. That's see, the so thing is, I'm very crazy. respectful with my public urination, right? Like it's very out of the way. It's very secluded where no one's going to, like, step on it. No one's going to see me. Because no one needs to know. Like, <laughs> Remember when we saw that guy? Which guy? We, to, uh, we were walking up. Just... <laughs> <laughs> the image is worse than we can tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the public alleys in that yeah. copley area. That's right. That guy was just on a garage yeah, but it's just like it's like a bit it's like a and he went man right off the street suit. he's wearing like a, a suit jacket and suit he got the, he's got like the shirt at yeah someone's garage door it it's like it's slightly f-ing. down a little bit and he's just he's just there and it's, on the door. <laughs> just chilling like just chilling like he owned it yeah maybe he lived there but still you're in your <laughs> own garage <laughs> that's crazy dude no this was by copley yeah. This is like in the public. In the, area, the public. Yeah. You know where we shot yeah. catch your breath? Like one of those alleys. Yeah, but like right towards the entrance where you can still see in from the street. He, it was, so you can it walk was immediately off the street. It's not like he dude. went halfway down the alley. He just walked the first left, which is three steps from the street, or like the side. He didn't even decide to walk walking. any further. Dude, that was so funny. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, to be the animal thing. Oh, I that think, definitely. Yeah, I, I can't also, imagine. A I think woman society would do that. also just tells girls and women just so much that it's like you can't be like that. So it's like they don't like that's from okay, so though. young. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's okay. okay though. They don't have to be. <laughs> no, they don't, they have, don't have to be. To. They don't have to be feral. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's unfair that that we feel like it's alright. No, the thing is, I mean, okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> Nobody wants anybody dirty. Right, so it's like I'm really only done these things this often when I've been single, right? 
when I've just when it's just been me. Oh, like when you're with somebody, so you don't really do this. I've okay. Here's something that's I've noticed. So funny. Here's something I've noticed about being single versus being in a relationship <coughs> is that I think being in a relationship brought out probably my best qualities. I was just gonna, yeah. probably brought out the best in me. Yeah. But the being, real you came out. Right. Like not only real, but just more. Like yeah. there's more of me that's here now that I'm single. And just because it's not necessarily the best parts of me doesn't mean it's not good. Right? <laughs> there's still some things that I'm enjoying out here, right? But what? Exactly. Like you have to, f- and if, and that also, of course, is like you know, there might be things you don't like or things. It's like okay, maybe hey, didn't know this was here. Do you right? Don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of those. I've had a few of those. But and it's like you also notice things that you know maybe you know you want to change, you want to work on, you want to evolve, and that's you know it's real. Shit, even though I, I did, the, I did the voice. No, I'm mocking, but it's like it's so real. You like you should. <laughs> but um, so it's like. These are my habits of single too. But it's like when I'm with somebody, I don't want to be like that. And I also don't want them to see me like that. So it's like, I think it kind of goes both ways. Like, I have no problem if a girl just like is in public, right? Like, and especially if we're like dating or together, then it's fine. You'll go piss in public. It's fine. But it's like, I mean, cut your fingernails. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I'm going to do the same thing though. Like, I'm going to hold myself to the same standard. So it's like, we all like should be considerate of each other in terms of our grossness yeah. and be gross when you're on your own or with the people that you can be gross with. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like y'all. When you're with your family, you fart a lot. Fart a lot. <laughs> <laughs> y'all just eat beans and shit all the time. <laughs> I know, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> the first race joke. Yeah. We did it. We did it. You know, we've been skirting a lot of races. This was close. We're covering a lot of ethnicities. This is a super diverse (laughs) podcast. What's that? Yeah, we're all racially ambiguous. That's fun. It's like you can't really pin us. I think it's sick because it's like we're all so much different history and culture that comes into one place. Similar esque shades, but so much richness to each different one. No, we're close. (laughs) No, we're. I don't know. Are you? Are are you? I'm probably the lightest. I might be. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. But we're all on, I think I'm it's like, yeah. 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 I mean it's light, I'm right under it, but <laughs> I think but I I think that's dope too, because it's like you said, it's a lot of richness, it's a lot yeah. of history to like everything that leads to us here. And also shows that within such a spectrum, even though like we kind of look similar or like <laughs> there there is a diversity to it. And like but also in that there's unity in the fact that like we we aren't that different on the outside. It's what's inside that matters. Yeah, like, that's God. where I was going. I know, I know. I didn't want to say it as I was thinking it. But, I mean, it is. Like, it shows that on the outside, yeah, we can be the similar dude. That was a lurk. Dude, that's, that might be on camera. Oh, he's king of the world posing now? Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. I think he's gone for the night. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I like the light skinned diaspora that we represent here. I think it's a good little representation of of di- I don't want to keep saying these words because they are what they are, but of like diversity, but not only of skin color, but like of thought and of heritage, of richness, of culture, and like that make. And it's cool to also see that like mindedness is what joins us, you know, and difference is what we come together on. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Because if 
talk to the person that agrees with you on everything, you're going to get bored. <laughs> of course. You're going to get so bored. Because what are you going to talk about? I mean, it's like, I mean, that's not necessarily true because Emilio and I do agree on a lot of things, like when we're talking and then we'll just build on the humor of it. But it's it's just more like a willingness to indulge, you know, like in the idea or in the like, because you can still, I do, of course, it's important to disagree. And I do think that is a lost art, quote unquote, of like just conversation or just people's thinking nowadays or just disagreeing. But that's not to say that agreeing doesn't mean that ideas can be built, you know, or that like sentiments can be built or that good conversation can come off of agreement because it's, it's, it's more about the difference than the necessarily disagreeing. Like people can look at the same thing and approach it many different ways, right? Whether that's on the same side. And that's why like a wider spectrum is kind of needed in terms of like opinion and that's why you want people who think differently and think because then it gives you more pockets to operate in right like in terms of thought as opposed to just a you know what's the word like a polarized spectrum or whatever you know you know wink you're gonna wink at me <laughs> you're doing good Tyler. you're gonna wink at me you're doing oh good, my god dude. look good. there we go that's it we're all agreeing look yeah. maybe i'm in the wrong room because no one's <laughs> yelling at me <laughs> But I think also even to like to your point about us like agreeing and you were saying uh, I think that because we don't really disagree much but I think yeah. there's um, a lot of learning you know Definitely. that takes place yeah um, which is cool to like know that you don't know everything about your view even like like there are ways of thinking where like we said we do agree on things or like you know you and I any of us in here agree on things but differently like it's it's crazy like for it's different just weird reasons to say exactly for yeah. different reasons and that's where like the diversity <clears throat> of background matters or like the diversity of culture or of like we just said just thought matters because it takes looking at the same thing differently to create anything like to make change on anything like to do something of your own volition or of your own mind like it takes looking at that and saying no i'm gonna make it that because in a way, like everything's been done, you know. I think also with like when I think of exactly. like stories specifically, like movies or something, or tropes, the hero's journey, dude. Like that's in or every like the plot. Thing. Yeah, the plot. It's everything's been told, you know, with that way. Stuff, I feel like that's just because human nature allows us to feel similar ways. Yeah. Most people like empathy, like it's connection, empathy, right? But like when people say like everything's been done before, I I, I can't agree with that because we're in a time where like there's so much stuff that. Hasn't been told before. Yeah. yeah. There's also a lot more access to it as well, yeah. though, and the ability to make it. So I guess we're on that, like, frontier But that's what I creation. mean. Like, the plot, every like, plot-wise, everything's been told. Plot-wise, yeah. But the stories, the story yeah, is what's exactly. different. Yeah. yeah, the story is what's The base like, is the same. But those are all different. Because people can relate to that stuff. Because it's true, yeah. you know? Like, like um, what is, what's the words for, like, cliche, like, sayings? It's like, um, like... Idioms? No. Idioms, yeah. No, oh, really? Yeah. Like, idioms... Oh, yeah. They lose their meaning. Yeah. But they, they're said so many times because they're so true. Right. It's, <laughs> so true. Yeah. The, or like archetypes. Like we're talking about the hero's journey. Like you said, stories. Like that plot. That The fact that that exists is because that type of story has <clears throat> stood the test of time since humanity has been telling stories. We were talking about the Bible earlier. It's the same thing. It's the hero's journey. It's got the same 12 stages of, <clears throat> you know, you start the journey, you go through the trials, you come out of the trials different, you return to the home stage as a different person because of right because of what you did and it's a circular thing so it's something that just continues and 
Yeah, I don't know. Because I do think about that too. And sometimes it discourages the like just the fact that, oh, that, that everything's been done. That archetype exists or that everything and it, I will say sometimes it discourages, but not too much. Because no, I never I, fully. Never fully never enough exactly. to stop. It, yeah. It's only dude, that's a good point. Never enough to <laughs> no no, because like you just yeah. you just connected it for me yeah. in my brain just now. Never enough to stop, but enough to make me strive to make something different. Mm-hmm. To make me strive to put my stamp on it. And like never enough to quit though, to make it think like Oh, I can't do it because they already did. It. Like, no, no, no. I'm just gonna do it a little differently. So, dude, that is a good point. Maybe that's a new title. What was it? Never enough. I don't know. It's too long for a title. Nah, James yeah, is late. Is still never the title. not. To James stop is late. Fully. Is the title. <laughs> yeah. James was late. I, I no, go ahead. Think on that a lot because I feel like that's such a big part of human dichotomy. Like, yeah. We want to be able to relate on a lot of things, but we also want to be different. Mm. You know, like um, with culture and stuff hmm. being blended right now. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's theirs. That's like this is mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't take this from me. You know. Don't, yeah. This is mine. I want it. Yeah. But at the same time, they're like, <clears throat> but I want to connect to you on that. Yeah, it's kind of it's that like you said like how a lot of cultures blend and stuff. Like the world get, has gotten so global you know obviously with like technology social media just being able to communicate to everywhere like everything gets everywhere pretty much you know so but i remember a couple years ago i went to uh an event at tufts i think it was called a symposium it was just like some type of stuff that had to do with like uh just like government diplomatic relations like countries just that overarching theme and i remember somebody was talking about the rise of city states right or subnational states like entities that are on smaller scale as a country or sorry than a country but are still like economically or something like still faring the same like ontario which is a province of canada uh like california a state of new york new york even or sorry not of new york a state of america new york a state of america like all of these are places that make economic and diplomatic relations with countries directly independent of the country itself like ontario has relations with brazil or connections with brazil that is does not apply to canada as a whole it's as a result of the province saying something to them california saying california if it was its own country i think i saw would be like in the top 10 of economies in the world like seven you know what i mean like that's crazy so and I remember the guy saying about that idea, like, as the world gets wider and wider and opens up more and gets more global, there's kind of, like, a need for some type of centralism, some type of, like, closeness, something to hold truer, closer to you. That is, like, what you're saying is my thing, is my defining thing, is my, like... So that's why there was a... Or he was I don't know, theorizing, like, talking about, commenting on, like, how there's a rise of subnational type of states... <clears throat> gaining like popularity and economic traction because that's what people feel more connected to like Mm -hmm. i'm from toronto and even just saying that is that's not that's not saying i'm from ontario that's not saying i'm from canada that's saying i'm from toronto the city itself like that's why i identify with i identify more as a torontonian than a canadian you know or an american or like anything like that right so it's like it's hard to say you're american when there's so many different american like things like yeah even just even people here, like I, I imagine someone who's lived here for most of their life identifies as Bostonian yeah. first, right, and like then American, right, like not just, country, right, because it's just like well, I think because like city is what you are closest to, like you deal with your city and your state, 
more than you deal with your country. Maybe in like media or in news, you might deal with like countrywide type of stories, but in terms of the bus, right? Like public transport, that's the city. Maybe street cleaning, that's the city. Maybe like city hall, right? The mayor, like those are all, that's the city. Those are like the most, so even though there is a system that enables for that structure to exist, you're most closely connected to what's around you. And that's gone as far back as tribes, yeah, right? Say that. Tribes, families, it's the same thing. It's like this kind of like centralized feeling. And I guess, like I said, I do kind of relate to that. I don't know about you guys. Like, what do you guys think from where you're from? What kind of like, what did you feel most attachment to? Like identity wise or not nationality necessarily, but like, what did, what did you identify with? Quick, Was it? Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, battery died, so. Can we? Can we pause or what? Because I have to pee. Can we pause? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Okay. So we took a break. We're back now. Um, the last thing we're talking about was... Tribes. Tribal. <laughs> tribes. I mean, tribal thinking in a sense. I mean, we were kind of... I mean, we <laughs> the one called Quest. Is that the one you're talking about? Maybe. Nah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, Quest 64 was a great game for Nintendo 64. I don't know if anybody ever... Damn. Y'all ain't around for that, huh? Y'all sleeping on Nintendo 64? Yeah. Nintendo 64. Quest. Quest 64. It was an adventure game, like third person. You were watching from behind. It was pretty, it was like Legend of Zelda, Nintendo 64. Yeah, yeah it was pretty sick. It was pretty sick. But <laughs> we were talking about like just tribal identity kind of. Because that's like, we, we alluded to it a little bit. But that's kind of the core of like people. People have been doing that since people existed, was getting into groups of tribes of however many size that was had some type of hierarchy or some type of social interaction. So it's like, what is that? How does that look today for certain people? I said mine is like, like when people ask, I say I'm from Toronto. If they ask more, then we have we get into that conversation. I think background, nationality, background, where I've been, like, and what those influences and things like that. But it, off the face, people say, where are you from? Like, I'm from Toronto. So I was just curious as to what you guys like what what would that be for you guys you feel free i'm now. from rhode island that's like, that's the identity is <laughs> yeah rhode island is no that's not my identity is it, that's just where i'm not from. Ne yeah not necessarily not necessarily your identity that's yeah it, yeah exactly that's you Yeah. Now, do you say Dallas or do you say Texas? Yeah, but oh no no no. Really? Instead of the city. Oh, okay. So Texas first. You say Dallas. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So what? Dude, how different are they? Cause I heard Houston, Dallas, and Austin, different places. Like quite different places. Okay, like that. No, dude, I like Ratchet. I say Austin is different, <laughs> but it's got a lot, a lot of, like, different people. Mm, but they're white. I prefer the Ratchet. Yeah, no, exactly. Dallas is the nice in-between Oh, so then I think I want Dallas. <laughs> I can't believe Cole's there. Shout out to Cole. Nobody knows Cole. I can't believe Cole's That's not our there. Or Cole's not well. here. He was <laughs> literally the, the last show of the sesh, like, because we only let out one episode. Actually, that wasn't even the one that they put out. They put out the one of us just being stupid in the booth, which was kind of the first which 20 minutes of that? this one. Like, yeah. all of them, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was, like, the first one we did without anybody. Shout out to Tom. He's not here. Our fallen comrade, Tom. Yeah. But, um, 
Dude, I'm gonna talk about the South, actually. Whoa. Cause no, 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 no. I think no, no, no. He no, looks no. out the window. <laughs> look, yeah, the South's looking. coming. They're coming. Look yeah. out for the. <laughs> no, look out for what, dude? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> No, no, but what I'm about to say is completely opposite of that. Because I was there for a little bit during the summer. Not, like, anything crazy. I was there for, like, two weeks. Oh, oh yeah, I was, saying that. But I, was <laughs> I was in, like, three different places for a total of, like, two weeks, right? So just I just want to put the disclaimer out there. I'm not claiming to be, like, know-all, end-all of the, the area. But I just want to talk about what I saw, right? Because I thought it was – because I've never been – Really to the south, yeah. The and fuck? you might have to come on the mic for this one because I want definitely like a s- southern-born person's opinion on this, and uh, like compared to the north, because I'm the exact opposite. I've always been like a northern city boy. Um, even when I lived over in the desert, it was like a northern slash Middle Eastern influence, but it was like northern American, which was the American influence, right? Like New York, like more Boston type type of thing, and. Um, so I've never known anything really in the South until like, except in my infancy, like maybe like a wedding for one of my cousins or not cousins, like aunts. Something Anyways, like that. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, so like I had a lot of takeaways. I was in Little Rock, Arkansas, Kansas City, Kansas, and then Memphis, Tennessee. Over the span of like two weeks, I was in those three places. Uh, shout out my sister. She's a dope 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 rugby player and it was for her like a couple tournaments that she had that that was the reason why i was down there right um and like a stunning lack of racism (laughs) (laughs) you know like living up here in the north all your life you get fed this and i realized this after being there you get fed this idea of you're only ever going to see white people unless you go to like Louisiana, like New Orleans or like or New Orleans, Nolens or like any other. I don't even know what the other cities that they say are like mostly black in the south. But like unless you go to something like that, you're going to see just white people everywhere. You're going to like they're going to be racist. Right. Like that's like the picture. That's I couldn't painted. imagine. That. It's absolutely <clears throat> ridiculous. And it's like. It was a, it's a wide brush it's, to paint people with. And, dude, it's crazy because, you know, the people That's that paint that brush yeah. are the same people who, like, claim to be on the side of, you know, like, minorities of black and brown people, things like that, where it's like the whole fight is don't paint us with that brush. The whole point is we're not one type of person. We are a diaspora of, like, ideas and blah, 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 and we're, like, our own people, like, that type of thing. And it's like... That's exactly what Northerners do to the South. I don't know about, and we'll ask you in a second, I don't know what Southerners do to the North, but, like, just being in my experience, that's, like, and going there was great because it was able to shatter, like, stereotypes that I had of the South that I didn't realize I had that I realized was just spoon Big takeaways. And, yeah. and, dude, and it's, like, it. I saw more integration in public in terms of, and I was in, like, a few different settings. I was, like, around a college campus. I was in Memphis, which is, like, a city city. And then I was in Little Rock, Arkansas, which is, like, kind of small towny, right? So that's, like, three kind of different settings. And I saw more integrated, in terms of just straight black-white we're talking, not everybody else, but we're talking straight black-white, um, like, interminglings of couples, friend groups, like, what appeared to be work relationships, like, things like that. 
Way more than I see in Boston. Way more. I swear to God, I saw it almost every day I was down there. And it's like just being around here at Suffolk in the financial district, I don't see that. Hmm. I don't see that around here as much. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, I know I'm only here for the weekend or the week or whatever, but it's like, look at how the world is actually different once you go see it. Once you go see the things that you've only been told about, you see it for your own, like, opinion, you know? And, like, and that was just, I realized, like, I've just been kind of lied to. Like, obviously, there are things that exist, like, But did you believe it? I think subconsciously there was parts yeah. of me that did, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think fully because I think in general I try to be pretty open-minded. But I do think just because from such a young age I was born, like, Toronto is like that kind of liberal-ass type of city, right? Like in terms of mindset. Boston is like that. Like mm-hmm. New York is kind of like that. Which, Like those are the three northern cities that I've had the most experience with. And so, yeah, you kind of do get fed those things as a kid, whether they're lies or true. Like there are truths within the exaggeration, but that's what it is, is an exaggeration, right? So it's like it takes discerning between the truth and the exaggeration, which is – you can only find out once you actually go there. You can't find out by being told. You only get an idea. You don't get the, the objective like reality. that it, And it's not even objective because it is still your experience. And there are other people that will experience different things. But the point is not to be the same as somebody, but to go there and experience it. And that goes back to the diversity of thought thing we were talking about. Just like the spectrum of thought. like, And people just need to be around people. And people need to like shatter their own stereotypes. So... James, please, if you would, please come forward to the mic. You're being summoned to the stage. I just, like, I want to know if, like, growing up in Dallas and growing up in the South, yeah, oh, that's perfect. Thank you, Alyssa. Uh, is, like, were there, um, was there anything similar to what I'm talking about, about how Southerners are painting a certain way, were Northerners painting a certain way? Did you notice more once you got here? Or was there anything, like, any of those type of revelations that you noticed once? Because you only came here once you came to college, right? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Like, um, so for me, I think there is a definitely a noticeable difference between southern cities and northern cities, for sure. Did the off. camera just it, die? It shut off right as I walked behind That's you. all right. That's all right. It's all good. You can try turning it off and on. Yeah, I'm yeah. also going to move this one, but go ahead, keep going. But for me, I don't think it's like a race thing. Like, like well, I guess first let me answer your first question. Um, yeah, there, there's definitely stereotypes about what northern states would be like. Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> Like, for me, it was like, okay, they're probably more liberal because it's a, it's a big city and cities are usually more liberal. Um, but also the fast-paced nature of it. Like, it's just, you know it's going to be a different culture because in the South, everything's spread out. And there's, there's more chances to, um, yeah, like, you're, you definitely have a lot more alone time. You're not, like, cramped up with so many people in one space. But beyond race, I think the issue I see is, like, the wealth disparity. I think that's, Here? yeah. I think that's what causes people to separate to feel like it's like um like it's less integrated yeah. because when you oh, that was something I thought of yeah, too, yeah yeah like the people I was around in in Texas definitely were more diverse than here like yeah. I only hang out with white people here yeah. um, <laughs> pretty much and like I suck. but like in my in my high school it was only Mexican people and black people like yeah. lots of Mexican and black people maybe like five or six white people. And I don't know if that's just the difference between Dallas and Boston, but... Must be. It, like I, Not the only difference, no, but yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, massive yeah. difference. No, but like, 
in the sense that like I'm sure southern states have more like a higher Mexican population. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's it's um it's also skewed in that way. But for sure the economic basis, like you see so many more poor people here compared to rich people because the this is like one of the biggest cities in America, right? Yeah, oh definitely. And so, well, so yeah. So with that you're gonna have people who have old money and like have a lot more money and are able to live in these big sky rises um, compared to the people that can't, you know? Um, but in Texas, that wealth is like kind of spread a little more, or at least it, it seems that way because everything's not like yeah. right next to each other. Can I you know? Right yeah. 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 Do you find that you find more of a disparity between rich and poor in cities, like in the North than opposed to Dallas? Cause Dallas is not a small town, right? right? It's still like a big city. Is there still that disparity of rich and poor that you were just talking about, or do you notice a noticeable difference? It's not as like, r- like rapid in the change. Like if you drive down a street, it's not going to be instant. You know, mm-hmm. um, you can still see gentrification. Like Which it's you happening. Have here, you could yeah. drive down the street here and see an instant. Exactly, change. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you go from northeastern out, it's the it's instant change. Yep. You know, and um, you see gentrification like any any big city. So like it's happening around where I, I used to live. So I see it a little bit, but. Dallas is big enough and wide enough to where, like, you could drive for a while and see similar houses, right. you know, similar things. Um, and then you get out into, like, West Texas, and that's, like, that's probably where all the racist people are at. West Texas? Yeah, that's yeah, because that's, like, country. Area. Yeah, real country. Racism is definitely still alive. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> like, in yeah. the South, and yeah. I don't, yeah, I definitely don't want that to be the sentiment. Like, no, no, no. There is, of course, <laughs> but the thing is, what I want to be the sentiment is that it's everywhere. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not like just in these this, specific places. It's not this just stereotypical view of just the South are racist and like all that. There are racists right down the street from where we are right now. Like you know what I mean? There's. I was told Boston um, was the most racist city. In historically, America. dude. Historically, it is one of the most racist. Like, n- not only subtly in terms of like how the sh- uh, like neighborhood <clears throat> layout is set up, even to this day. Like you think about neighborhoods like Roxbury, how they're like sectioned off and cordoned yeah. off from it's like systemic. other. Yeah. Pl- it's dude, and that's one of the things I noticed about like I was in D.C. for the summer, for some of the summer, and what one thing I loved most about that city, <laughs> with bless you, which is also like kind of south, like if we're talking geography, it's not totally, but kind of. That is a more southern state, but also I saw so much more integration, like in the neighborhoods, and there was less of like I felt like a like sectioned off. Like I come here, and it almost feels like a zoo exhibit. Like you have to go to this certain path and go to this certain section to see certain people, and that's not just black. That's like Chinatown. That's like certain or uh, Israeli Syrian neighborhoods. These people also Boston. feel like they have to create those spaces. Yeah, very true. Fact. So Fact. so. Which I mean, to to an extent. They do, yeah, right, because it's like they're to coming to from maintain, somewhere else, yeah, yeah and to they maintain wanna, that right? exactly, yeah. and the they want to maintain their own like maybe heritage. Clan, maybe clan's the wrong word to use when talking about race. It's, <laughs> it's just like um, the tribe. Yeah, yeah it's just, no, I think it's, I think it's a little better. I don't think I think it's better because it's not based on the color of your skin. It's based on the history of like your people, right? And like, for a lot of cultures people have come in different shades even to this day like russians go from white to looking asian you know what i mean because it spans like that brazilians portuguese like they go from like whiter than my thigh to blacker than that box like you know this microphone you know what i mean so it's like clans almost better it's 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 not because clans speaks more like family i think clans like too specific but i also think race is too broad 
hmm. at the same time. And I don't know what the middle term is. Is it culture? Is it heritage? Like what? What? Like, is it ethnicity? You know, and identity is a, is just a concept that's complicated from all angles. Yeah. Right. But that that's exactly it. Like it's your identity, so you find it out. Right. Right. It's you, up to you, you to decide. discover. Yeah. And I'm lucky enough that it's like, I mean, gender identity, I don't really have any questions about. I just. I am what I am. Uh, what's the yeah. pronoun? He, she, or not he, he, she, he, his, him, all of those, uh, right? So it's like, I don't, I'm lucky enough to not even have to think about that, uh, whatever that entails, like, because I just literally have no idea. I, I just have, I just have no idea. But it's like ethnic makeup, racial makeup, nationality makeup, like these are identity and important facets that it's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a privilege or a detriment to that to think about you know yeah i think it's kind of both i don't think it could be a detriment i don't think it's a detriment in terms of like 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 financially wise or <laughs> life is shitty because of it like but it's more well of, it could be i mean it could be because in terms of like we're talking about identity like identity is a broad term and so the more things you add to it makes it more difficult mm. you know like makes it harder to find out if you're just like like white from America, but your family's been here for like generations. You don't have attachment to much of an ethnic history except kind of like American, right? Like we're talking not a immigrant family. We're talking mm-hmm. like maybe they came over on the Mayflower and they. That's gonna happen to us too, though. It will. Yeah. And Definitely. but the and it it could it very no well it will no, 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 I mean if humans are around long enough and our family tree lasts long enough to, to, yeah, we're gonna yeah. be the same thing. Yeah. Which are you ex- uh, do you like or do you, what do you think about that? I can't control it. <laughs> I hope my family. I hope. I hope my name I hope, lasts. I hope long. my people last. Definitely. Yeah. But it's like, is that where we want to get? Or and do we want to keep some type of like difference? You couldn't. I mean, because the motherland, the motherland is for me is that's Italy. So I mean, like my, it, my, my family came from Italy. There's yeah. and I'm not coming from Italy. Yeah. My kids aren't going to come from Italy. Definitely. Yeah, and like their kids aren't likely gonna come from Italy either, so it's it stops here and it just but it keeps yeah. going forward. So. so there was there was one type of people once when there was the first people, right? Like it's like that of, came from somewhere, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, but I just mean this in the sense of there yeah. was once the all the same people that then became more, right? What like they became? No, no, once I agree, I agree. But I'm just saying, and so now they're gonna become one again, perhaps. I'm not. I'm not following. He's saying, so he's saying we all came from. We all came from like one Africa, place, right? Okay. Like the African like, yeah. geography, whatever. In Asian. And then eventually, people spread across the country, and it they and changed. Bred from there. Bred from there. <laughs> yeah. Adapted to their environment. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of physical and genetic. Yes. Which is crazy that like our genes changed. Years. Oh, of course. It is. <laughs> just of course years. It is. Of course it is. Yeah. And now, of course, it is. like look how long it's taken. To, uh, for us to get back to where you're saying we'll all be the same. Like, we're not even there yet, but we're in the part that's transitioning to that. And, like, it took from beginning of humans to now, right? So it's like, this is not a overnight thing. Of yeah. course not, of course not. But then, is there going to be a point where everyone becomes the same and then it branches off again? I don't know. Is that possible? Yeah. Because a meteor doesn't strike first. At that point. Think about how many We'd have to go to space. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Whoa. Well, that's, that's space. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> space people that's the new oh, whoa that's the new race is mars 
Martian. That's it. Dude, You're that's just from Mars. Like that's, it's coming, that's bro. Is. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> that's that's the thing, though. Like, um, I don't forgot what I was going to say. I'm, no, no, no. I, I want you to remember. It was You're coming from Mars. Mars. No, so... Mars is home. Race and Mars. Those are our two hints. How many like, <laughs> social conflicts spawn from us, like just arguing over where we're from? You know. Yeah. Surface level, let's think like we started Earth. here in Africa, right? <laughs> we spread out, and then we start like saying like, Nah, this is my area. I want, I want more of my area. This so, corner of I the world. Area, yeah. You know? When it's like I came from that area. Yeah. When I came from an area of people who. Well, but now, but now we've, it we've, depends how long we're talking. We've taken over everything, right? In, in on the earth, right? So we can't so spread can't, out to more. Yeah, unless you you really want it. That's so bad. yeah, war. Whoa. Yeah, war. <laughs> that's the only. That's the only conclusion. I wonder if there would be less war. I wonder if there would be less war if everybody was this like looked the same. Nah. No, no, no. But like, if everybody was of our, not we're not. None of us are from the same place. None of us have the same ethnic background. But like our skin is the same color, yeah. right? And we all. So if you think the skin color, if well, that was the same, I don't think it's the only thing. I okay, I don't think that would change it. I don't, think, think, that no, I don't it. think that's the only thing that causes conflict. Don't get me wrong, but I think we all can acknowledge that race, especially in terms of American things, plays a part in a lot of stuff, yeah. right? Whether domestically or internationally. Yeah. So, if people like start to become the same. Like looking on the outside, is that like the next step towards like a sort of Star Trek type of world where the like the Federation is a global, like it's a world entity? I think so. Yeah, I mean, like, do do you think we could ever have that though without some other earthly like something outside of Earth coming here? I don't think we could ever have any. It's growing. This <laughs> conversation. It, yeah. Well, because it's growing. Yeah. It grew into space because yeah. the conditions of what we're talking about has we went from to grow. Earth to space. I don't think we'll ever look at ourselves as like this global entity unless there's something outside of our Earth yeah. well, that shows itself. That's the classic, like, like, Martian movies. It is. No, it is. It's the classic, like, aliens attacking, and we all... and like, Everybody Korea, comes North together. Korea, Russia, and America all yeah. come together because they have to fight, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So it's like, is that what it takes for us to have a global identity? Well, Because right now, that's the limits for us. Yeah, well, let's say we get to that point where we are all united, right? What's, yeah. What is our purpose then? Like, what are we going to do? Wow, I wonder what we could do. That's crazy. But the thing is, it depends on what the nature of what brought us together is. Oh. Right? Like, if it's something where we found a new It have to be something devastating. Oh, yeah, I guess it could be good. Then what we do next might be trying to populate more of space. Trying to reach out more. If it's, we got And then we fight for that. Right? No, no, exactly. (laughs) Seriously. Of course. Because, like, because it could be things that we find life on that could fight back or not. But even if it's, um... Like, we got attacked. Like, say it's not something we went out to find. Say we got attacked by some other alien entity. Then that purpose, what we do next is build up our defenses or build up ways to go out and attack them first. So either way, it's kind of like a going outwards from Earth um, tract. But, I mean, I would hope for it's we discovered, didn't have to conquer, but discovered and were able to expand rather than we discovered, conquered, or discovered, or sorry, we were attacked, and that's how we realized that there's a there's more space. Yeah, climate change is kind of pushing us to do something. It is, but the thing is, it still is too different than global because some places are getting affected before others. Yeah, like coastal countries, things, and we don't even all believe in climate change. We don't even all exactly. How can we unite globally if not even yeah. everybody believes that's it? That's what's so frustrating. But the yeah. thing is, <laughs> so speaking frustrating. of science, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Is it? Is it the majority of people that? Don't believe in it. No, I don't. I, don't think I actually, I, I, I can't. I, I, don't, I, I don't even know how you would quantify. I think. That. Yeah. That's the thing. I think there's so many other issues that people from our older generation are trying to figure out and deal with. Like they're people talking need about. To die, they're yo. talking about old stuff. Old I, people I, need to die. Dude, dude, we're dealing with so much stuff from, especially men in general. We're dealing with so much dude, sins from yes. from we're, men. We're, we're like yes. women have like a voice actually now. Like where people. I mean, dude, they didn't. <laughs> For the longest time, yeah. and that's like I'm saying that as a bad thing. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But there are still men that exist that think that they shouldn't have a voice, that's right? Wild. So it's like, like that type of shit. Perish. Seriously, <laughs> honestly, seriously. And they're like, I don't care if it's my grandpa. Like, I'm serious. Like, it's time for you to go. It's yeah. just your time's up. If I you can't adjust, your time's up. That's what sur- that's what fucking uh, evolution is: adapt or die. You don't have to die if you don't adapt, <laughs> right? Like you know. What I'm There'll saying? be a time I'm sure where we won't adapt. We won't. And yeah. Honestly, I'm saying it now. Who knows what I'll say when no, I'm no, 80? But it's time it. for me to die. It's no. time for me. I might not say it like in that <laughs> mindset because I might be selfish. But I'm saying it now, like idealistically. It's time for me to die. That's super I idealistic, die. yeah. Dude, this is recorded. Please. No, it is. It's, well, in, it it's in the most former yeah. fashion. You better not crash formal in 80 years, YouTube. I hope YouTube's still around. But no, dude, like, ideologically, or I sorry, idealistically, it's kind of just time to go. People, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, dude, like, backwards, you go, because you when you, when you're older, your you should be point. at the peak. <laughs> People, burp. <laughs> <laughs> he has that's, a retort. Well, that's poignant. <laughs> <laughs> when you're 70, 80, you should have all these experiences that yeah. under your belt that make you like worldly, you know, you like should. you should know everything about everyone. Not you know, hypothetically. No, I feel like that. you should. You should know as Some much as you should. Some people have never left their city. That's the thing. Though, yeah, in eighty years of their life. I think we are the wild. This generation is definitely like the most connected. Yeah. Than we've ever been. Yeah, cause you because you also that, like have a semblance of the world, even though it's like not the real experience. You can have a semblance of there are other things going yeah. on. Yeah. The like, internet. Being, my like our grandparents could have grown up in one. Like village slash small town slash small city, and that's whatever it. it is, and that's, that's it. That's all they knew. I bet, like, at least one of our grandparents of everybody in here did do that, yeah. right? And like, that's all they knew. And like you said, we live in an age where that's not exactly the boundaries anymore. Like, no, a wider scope. America was the place to be, you know, and that's why we're here, yeah, it still you is. know, because I mean, people, honestly, it still yeah, is. you think yeah, so? Honestly, it still yeah, is. but I mean, there's, there's, but it's not the, not the number, number one in anything. That's what, yeah. That's the thing. It's not number one in anything, but overall, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of the best. And this is like, I don't really, I am American, but I don't have that as my, like, that's not my number one. Yo, America, patri- <laughs> like, I'm not what you would call a patriot type of shit, right? Like, nationalism, definitely, there's a, rampant amount of that that's a whole nother conversation but i don't like my dad is definitely that but he's american born and bred right like he was in the military like all that type of mm-hmm. i didn't grow up here and my formative years weren't here i didn't come here until college right so it's like i know i am this and i am part of this and there is a heritage of this but it's not my like key thing so it's um dude i, I honestly forgot what the original point was uh, what, what did <laughs> what did that spin off of? Dude, this oh, that's wild dude, for the radio. The that's hole. so wild. This is down the rabbit hole. It's Maybe not good. To, it. It's not. Imagine good that for like it. brilliant idiots. They're just making a point. Well, the and thing they... is, like, I mean, I have heard that sometimes. They kind of just forget, and then they transition or remember. Or like the Joe <laughs> Budden podcast, like that definitely happens. 
No, 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 please tell me what we were talking about. We have to remember. We have to remember. Oh, yeah. Right before that. I th- it was right before that the plane was on. Oh, we were talking about America kind of being the number one place, but not really. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just talking about my perspective. Like, I was just justifying myself. That's hilarious. I never got into the actual point. All I was saying was, from, like, kind of an outside perspective. <laughs> it was all fluff. It. I forgot the point because of it. That's, that's bad. Okay, okay, this is on-air production. We're, we're getting better as we go. But, um, yeah, no, I think in a lot of things, it's kind of, if you average all the numbers out, it's the best. Like, think about... I was going to say what country treats women better, but I guess what culture <laughs> treats women better than Western white men. No, it's not actually probably a lot, because there's still a lot of... African a lot of countries, you say, that, that do? Better I, can't ima- I can't imagine. Oh! I, say- <laughs> I don't like whites. I can't imagine. I can't imagine that's I don't true. Mean a lot. I mean, like, there's some, at least. But to us, uh, well, I mean, that when, when people say, like, America's not... The I best mean, country. Better, like, I think it's just us being critical of our country and saying I mean, we better because like, we're on the inside. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of not having any sense of what even real struggle is. There's definitely a lot of that from us, or oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, like, like, okay, this is gonna. I don't know how to phrase this so it doesn't sound like shit, but like, there are poor people in America. Obviously, obviously, there are people that are poor. But you go to India, there are some beyond poor the poorest you've seen here like beyond the poorest you've seen here like in india the poor there are that much like you know what i mean there's so there's like if you're low or sorry i don't want to say low class like because it's not a it's not a income judgment i'm making like, income it's just kind of economic yeah i'm making but if you're anything lower than middle middle class like mid middle class like you're considered poor right but <laughs> you're still doing so better than someone else in some other country most of the world Mm. like most of the world there are probably select countries in europe probably like very small select countries in asia and even smaller select countries in africa um including like northern africa like egypt morocco things like that and probably also a to a lesser extent but small uh number in south america that you are living better than like, there are people that live mid-middle class and lower that have consistent electricity. Yeah, it might be their bill for the month. Yeah, they might not be able to do a lot of things that are luxurious, but it's like, you actually have electricity. Like, I went to my grandpa's village when I was in Nigeria. These first world problems, basically. Dude, I mean, they, they, I mean, they are. And it's like, it, and I, again, I don't want to say that they aren't problems. They're just problems to us. Exactly. It's relative. Like, problems are relative. What a problem what's is. What's real. What's. Dude. Perfect. What's real. Yeah. What a success is. What a problem is. Is all relative. Like, I went to my. Like I said, Grandpa's Village. And they were literally clearing forest for more territory of the small village. <laughs> that was the only thing around for. 10 square miles like you know what I mean I wonder how long it took to them to get to that process of actually literally clearing the land like the trees were knocked down but you could also see the line where they haven't gotten to yet. yeah so it's like it's actively being done yeah as, as I'm standing right here looking at it and that was crazy because that was like some frontier of humanity shit, where yeah it's like, this is what the first is that colonialism or is that improper use of the term I, it's, it's like when 
if other countries going. Yeah, oh, like is it? Someone already living there, and, and they kind of like oh, like, oh, okay. Like, through various processes. Okay. And that would be colonialism, but it's like I mean, it's I mean, seriously, I, yeah. No, it's really various. Like whether it's religious, whether it's biological warfare, whether it's straight up coming in and killing you, there are various processes that the colonists have used. And, uh, yeah, about and they're the nifty, episode, dude. They are yeah, very smallpox dude, and blankets and shit. Nifty. That's the new the title of this episode. James was colonists late, and colonizers nifty. are nifty. AF, nifty AF. Colonizers, nifty AF. Bro, this That's is good. the rabbit hole sessions. <laughs> you can't stop it. We're all the Mad Hatter, all right? Wow. The, yeah, you like that? That was a loose bar, <laughs> like but it was that. still a bar. A loose bar was still a bar. <laughs> all right, fellas, what do you think? Should we wrap it up for the day? I think we I think we did good for the maiden voyage. James, Emilio, yes, myself, Tyler is my name, mm-hmm. in case anybody forgot. Um, I'm debating whether to go to this event that's going on upstairs, because... What? I'm just we're at Suffolk right now. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just are, end we it. Are, we are. But I'm debating. We're at Suffolk. I guess not everybody needs to know that. Don't send a bomb, please. But uh, I said don't. I said don't send it. Wow, we're really going off the rails. I said don't. Okay, we'll cut just end the podcast. Yeah, just end the show. End Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this first episode. We'll be back next Thursday. Maybe at six o'clock. We, start- <laughs> we started late today, but we're able to run late, so it's all good. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can get this uh, tylerondemand.com definitely under the podcast section. WSFR Suffolk Radio. Shout out for having us here. I'm Tyler on Demand, two fifths of your host. Please look for my music at TOD on Spotify, all platforms, or at tylerondemand.com. Emilio, do you have any plugs before we get out? Um, you can find some of my short films on YouTube.com. Uh, yeah, obviously.com. And then uh, just search Emilio Guido. E-M-I-L-I-O-G-U-I-D-O. There's some good films there. We got stuff of his on my website, too, so please. Music as please well. Look for it. Hey. Yeah, sometimes. Anything before we get out here? Any plugs? No plugs, just be nice. No, he's got a movie coming just soon. Yo, he does. We will. We'll no, talk about we, that. We're going to have an de- episode the dedicated video, yeah. to this once we get James's stuff out of here. Y'all don't know James like we do. We've been sleeping on him a little bit just because it's fun to make fun of him. But y'all don't know what he's got planned, and it's obviously great things in store because that's all we do around here. But we'll get to that when it comes. Thank you for joining us. This is the Rabbit Hole Sessions. Yeah. Season, what, three or two? Wow. Season two. Think, is it? I think so. Season two, episode one. We're here. Yeah, that's cool. And we'll be back next week. Peace yeah. out.